Hello and welcome to the Hearts Review with me, Ross McLeod and Gordon Senior. Joining us this week are Jamie, David and Spencer to talk about the draw at Easter Road. We chat a little bit about if it's appropriate to film games. We look ahead to Europe again and preview Dundee United on Sunday. Thanks, David. Thanks for reminding us about that. Do you agree? I'm Norton and go, let's start the show! <laughs> <laughs> Do this week in the Hearts Review! <laughs> now we'll talk about that shitty last minute equaliser for Hibs against Hearts. It was a disgrace. Let's start the show! <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to the Hearts Review. Point gained or two points lost, Gordon? What a stupid question. I mean, honestly, is that how we're really starting the show? Unbelievable. Of course it was two points dropped. I mean it was uh it was a terrible, terrible result in the end. Um certainly feels like a defeat. I've seen them before, you know, when you when you've went through to places like Ibrox and Parkhead and I've seen them score with the last kick of the ball and it's a similar feeling. Yeah. No, I've uh, and obviously we've experienced these these types of late heartache in, in the past. Um but that one stung, I have to say. Particularly because I thought the performance was so good, actually. Um then we created more than enough opportunities to win three derbies, um, particularly in the second half. Uh, when you look at the big chances that, that unfortunately didn't go our way. I always felt if Hearts had came out in the second half and got a second goal, the result could have been any anything we wanted to be, uh, wanted it to be. But um, if you don't take your chances, you, you can get punished. And I'm afraid that's what happened to us. Um, particularly because it was a derby, I think it just hurts even more. Um, and and because of the performance, I just don't think it merited uh, losing it so late. I thought we deserved three points. Jamie, what did you make of the substitutions that were made in the second half? Well, I mean, I, I feel I guess uh, I can guess where this is going. We're trying to drag Robbie into the into the dirt again. Uh, I think he was kind of his arm was forced a little bit with the unfortunate injury to Michael Smith. Um, obviously decided to change formation. Um, and yeah, I would probably agree that that was probably where we started to kind of lose our um, lose our foot in the game. I thought from then on, Hibs started to to dominate, and that was maybe because we naturally dropped a wee bit deeper, having an extra defender on. But uh, I don't think they worked. But I'm not sure I would necessarily blame Robbie for that. I think his arm was forced, as I say. Do Do you think they dominated? I don't think they dominated. I thought Hearts were still quite comfortable even after the. The change in shape. I don't. I wouldn't say they peppered us. Maybe the last five minutes when they went gung ho, uh, when it was stoppage time. But I wouldn't say at any point that I think they dominated the game. Um, I understand why he changed the formation. I, I have no actual issue at the time when he changed the formation that way. Um, I wouldn't blame him for that. I think maybe potentially bringing Halliday on and Devlin on. I felt it, it probably was more defensive than it could have been. I would have liked to have seen us leave someone up, but. Um, I can understand why he went to the back three when he did. And to be honest with you, I probably would have done the same. Um, just because it is, we are winning 1-0. And um, the fact that they had put Dojic on as well and then they've brought Boyle on uh, also, I think what that does is it means that they were naturally going to be slightly more offensive. I think Dojic being up there, he's more physical, so he was always going to stick to one of the centre-halves. At least having that extra kind of security at the back was probably why he'd done it at the time. Um, but you've got to remember as well, even when we did switch formation, we still had a glorious opportunity to make it 2-0. Um, 
when uh, Bashiri blocks on the line from Atkinson. If that goes in, yeah, it's game over. Um, and I was right behind it. It was in all the way. Uh, Marshall was beaten. Um, so I, t- I wouldn't, I wouldn't blame the formation change either. I just think it's we've probably just sunk too deep, unfortunately, and it's just been one of these things. David, we'll talk positive. Okay. Lawrence Shanklin getting his first goal. Yep. A good finish. Brilliant finish. Uh, I mean, obviously, the shout has to go to Barry Mackay for what is an unbelievable pass. Uh, and actually, for once, actually, Sky did the right thing. Cut to that camera, and you can see the ball. It's one of the, It's an unbelievable pass. Um, I don't think it was anything any of us saw. Um, there's probably only one man in the park that did. Well, two, Shankland as well. It's some ball, great touch. Not handball for me. Um, contrary to... Um, you having your moon glasses on? Did, did he wear glasses, Ross? Uh, oh, yeah, probably, but... Uh, it's one of those. It's t- sh- I'm saying shoulder and chest, not not handball. Very harsh if that were to be given a handball, but might be something in the future. You might have to worry about VAR, but that's by the by. Um, but it's some finish, you know. Just shows proper composure, which is probably something that forwards in the past have, have probably lacked. Um, for us, a proper number nine finish takes his time, waits for the goalie to commit, and then just slots it home. And the ball on the line can't even get to it. Tries his best, but doesn't can't get there. And it's a a wonderful finish. And to be honest, for strikers in the past, I don't think I would have been as confident um, and it's good to know that you know in big games and big situations like that we've got we've now got a guy who you can now depend on to to put away those chances and yeah it was a brilliant finish there was a few chances in the second half we didn't put them to bed mm-hmm. is that a slight concern for yourself or you know Marshall's save was was great yeah as well yeah it makes it half. makes a good double save That's yeah what you expect. yeah exactly but, if yeah. Marshall's a good goalie it's the first time Hibs have had a proper good goalie for a while uh, annoyingly that's probably last season, or well, the last five seasons. I don't think a Hibs goalie saves either of them. Um, so yeah, it's annoying. Um, but yeah, like you say, you expect it. I, it's not a concern. I think the especially the Shanklin one. He can't really do much more. He's just putting a toe on it, and he can't, he, he's straight to the middle. He's not much you can do. And Mackay's he's caught it flush, and he's just made a good save. Um, the one that actually annoys me the more uh, more is the one two minutes before when Mackay's through. He tries to cut inside and almost try and fool the defender, and, and his touch is too heavy, and Porches just kind of reads it. Um, and I think, I, I mean, I'm convinced Barry Mackay can't really shoot properly, to be honest. The best passer I've probably ever seen at Hearts, but I don't think he can shoot. He's <laughs> uh, like, floor, he is at Hearts. Yeah, ex- uh, yeah, well, yeah, exactly. Yeah, <laughs> if he'd scored ten goals as well as fifteen assists, I wouldn't be here again. But no, I, I don't think it's a concern. You've got to remember, players are probably still ever so slightly rusty from you know we're only the second game of the season and. Um, so yeah, I wouldn't be too concerned. Um, it was probably a little bit of a story of last season. I think in some of the games where we probably didn't finish chances, and it and it's cost us. And it's probably the story of however many seasons now, just with the lack of pro- properly good finishers we've got. But now, especially the squad we've got and everything, I, I I'm not too too worried about missing a couple of those chances. I think in another game we 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 score at least one more of them. Spencer, we performed really well. Do you think we were unlucky in the end to come out with a draw? You know, at the end of the day, Ross, it was 10 seconds away from being a perfect performance. Uh, I believe the the tactics were were spot on, especially in the uh, the first half. I thought we we, we dominated the game. Um, I thought it was our best performance at Easter Road under Robbie. Um, I, I would go as far to say that. And as I say, luck just wasn't on our side in that final 10 seconds. I don't know where they got the five minutes from. I think there was probably a little bit too much time added on. I thought the substitutes were, were on point, apart from maybe Halliday. I would have brought on maybe someone like young Ewan Henderson, 
with his pace up front. It could have been a good out ball because we, we didn't. I just think he has a lot to offer. I look, I look what he did at Alloa last season with his uh, 20-odd goals. I, I believe that someone like young Ewan Henderson uh, could have done, done wonders yesterday. Who did he score against um, for Alloa? I think he scored a winner at the Falkirk Stadium. Tough place to go. Some would say it's on par with Easter Road. I tend to agree. Um, but I, I thought other people looked composed. I thought Sibic did very well when he came on. I thought he was composed and he, he rose to the occasion. And I think Robbie was unlucky. And really, it should have been his first win at Easter Road. Do you feel a bit for Toby Sibic, Gordon? Because he has been played out of position, hasn't he? Well, I said this last week, didn't I? You know, I think there's a, a player there. Um, I think he's an easy target. Listen, I, I wouldn't, I wouldn't necessarily blame him for the goal. I just think the entire back three probably switched off. Cochrane was slightly too high, and that's that's how they managed to get in behind us and and get the goal. Um, it happens. You've got to remember as well that back three there. You've got Rills who is, is hasn't really had any of a, a preseason. Um, still only getting to know his new teammates. Halkett, who's just coming back from injury. Um, that's only his second ninety minutes since obviously the the cup final, and then um, you've got uh, Sibic there who I I don't think's a, a centre half anyway. Um, I think he's definitely more comfortable in the middle of the park. But you know you you feel like if you had a Kingsley in there that that goal probably doesn't happen. I think um, I think they'd be able to control the the, the defence a lot better. So yeah, I do feel sorry for him. But um, this football you've got to learn quickly. He's I think he's. Um, for whatever reason, that's where the manager wants him to play. He's he's been brought in to play as a centre half, um. So he obviously needs to uh, needs to continue to learn and get better at the position. But I think Hearts overall are in a good place at the moment. You know, well, listen, we're miles above Hibs. Uh, you only need to watch that game there. There's, it's not even close between the two teams. I think if this game does happen in the middle of the season, and if it happens again in January. I think Hearts will absolutely thrash them. I really do. Um, you know they've bought Martin Boyle on, and he's got a goal for them. Fair play to him. But I don't think he—he he certainly he's certainly not the best player that was on that park. Because let me tell you something: there's players in Maroon who are better players than him. Um, yes, he's—he's he, he's a dangerous player, but you know the way they were going on about it is if it, they had just signed you know someone who had won uh, countless trophies and scored you know was a record goal scorer and everything like that, and you think to yourself. Right, he's, he, if he was that good, someone else would be coming in and signing him. So, you know, I think they should just calm down, um, to be honest with you, the wee team. But, I mean, they've never had too many. I mean, they're still going a bit sozy, I mean, for goodness sake. You know, I mean, you, you would think that he was fucking Zidane, the way the way they talk about him. So, it just shows you that they, they wouldn't have known a good player if it slapped him in the face. Um, but, yeah, I mean, it's uh, it's disappointing. Obviously, we're sitting here talking about a draw rather than a really good win and a really good start to the season. Um, I suppose if you offered it before the game, would you say would you take four points out of the first two games? Probably, but at the same time, if we had went there, it it, it would have been a big result um, and a real test of character. But the performance was good enough. Um, I think that's probably the encouraging thing. If they can go and follow that up, I, I sold out Tynecastle on Sunday against Dundee United. Um, put on a similar performance, I think they'll have no problem beating uh, United. What did you make of the Hibs fans' reaction to the goal, Spencer? Strange question. Um, 
that I thought some of their behaviour was Are you too busy filming it was unacceptable. I thought uh, that, that running on the pitch there should be consequences for that. Um, poor poor Cochrane when he was um, getting getting things thrown at him. Hibernian Football Club should be ashamed of themselves, and uh, there should be consequences for the the actions. And what do you make about fans and vloggers filming these games? I, I think you know it's um, it's an interesting point. I think sometimes with certain moments in the game, maybe seconds left, some supporters want to get the reaction and euphoria of us winning the game and. Maybe it went wrong. Who knows? What do what, you make of Hearts fans sharing that? <laughs> Excuse me? How do you think all that ends up on Twitter? Do you think they share it themselves or... Well, I think... Or do they share it in group chats and they, they get leaked? I think probably the, the latter. Yes, definitely. I, I'm not entirely sure what you're implying here, Ross. I mean... Uh... So have, you, have, you, <laughs> have you got something to say? Just say it. <laughs> We've we seen a very similar video online and on Twitter to what you put in the group chat. So, not going to comment on same that. Same sound. <laughs> <laughs> the same video. <laughs> the same oh no at the end. It sounds awful like you. I don't know how that got out. I mean, yeah, no, no comment, I'm afraid. No, no comment. Yeah, I mean, he was. He, I think the, the reasoning behind. The filming makes sense. He was trying to capture the moment for um, some of his friends that couldn't be at the derby. He was trying to just capture the moment for um, for some of his friends that couldn't be at the game. So I understand that side of things. But um, yeah, I'm not really sure how it uh, how it managed to get out. And uh, I think we have now established that it is the the same video, and uh, we can confirm that it is Mr. Spencer Senior that uh, filmed this infamous video that I'm sure lots of Hearts fans have now seen. Um, <laughs> it's quite funny though how it went everywhere though, isn't it? Like, I don't think Spencer, like Spencer wouldn't have shared it, obviously, but it's quite funny how these things do just catch fire on social media, isn't it? Yeah, I mean, I, 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 as I say, I, it was a nice gesture actually initially from Spencer. I can see the thought process behind it, um, but yeah, sometimes these things backfire, and uh, yeah, I can I, I feel for him. Talking about reactions, Gordon, what did what did you make of uh, Robbie Nielsen's reaction at the end of the game? Yeah, I can understand uh, why he was a bit tiffed. Um, I, th- I think he'd clearly seen red, and uh, he wasn't the only one. I think we we had all uh, we all lost the heat a little bit there. Um, which Darbies do that to people, don't they? Um, but in fairness, you know, Robbie is quite a a, a bit of a bitter man. Um, in these types of situations, and to be honest with you, I like that. You could, yeah, don't you like that? I manager? do, I do. Yeah, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna. I, I don't like these people. Go, oh, well, well done, you know. Oh, oh wow, what an equaliser that was. Oh, some atmosphere. Yeah, all the best. No, I'm, I'm, I'm all for him. Um, shithousingly. Yeah, it's been a bit better, and uh, the fact that he was gesturing to his fans, basically saying, "Oh, well, enjoy your wee, you know, guardiana and that for a draw." Um, basically applauding them and goading them and uh, yeah I'm, I'm all for that fair, fair play him you know he represents Hart Melodian well at times uh, I mean he makes a tit of himself as well at times but but generally I think he um, he gets the, the mood of the, the, the fans I would say now never used to before but certainly a little bit better now he's learned from previous comments that he's made it's good to have a guy like that in charge with David isn't it definitely because 
as fans, we're all just as bitter, if not a lot more. So it's nice to have someone that actually, um, you know, expresses the similar emotions that you as a fan have in the, <laughs> in the stands throughout the day. Um, yeah, let's say it was funny to see. Um, he was probably getting it tight from Hibs fans as well, and, and probably <laughs> and rightly so if uh, if uh, Johnson did that to us, um, we'd probably be giving it tight. So, yeah, I think he's a man that can take a little bit of stick, clearly. Um, <laughs> I and don't he, think he needs any... to when uh, he's got the, the Derby record at Easter Road that he has. It is poor. It does have to be said, not just as a, a, a manager, but as a, a man who played in a very good hearts team. Uh, was unable to get a, a, a victory there. And, you know, being 10 seconds away, it's so cruel um, for Robbie. But I'm afraid the uh, the record goes on. And uh, I'm sure he'll be reminded of that by Hibs fans for the next time we play Easter Road and next hearts. year. <laughs> well, I, <laughs> I, I, I don't like what you're trying to insinuate there, uh, Mr. McIntosh. I think your, your words, you choose your words very wisely next time. Uh, when we were talking about that during the week on, on like, the group chat uh-huh. and stuff, I was quite shocked. Yeah, that he's never won. Well, you just as assumed. A yeah, you just assumed he would have won at Easter Road just as a player. Like, obviously, we knew he hadn't won as a manager, but we, you five d- people, five separate people in the group chat, verified this. Yeah, they, they did. We went through his uh, and record, and I think if we hadn't verified it on the group chat, I'm pretty sure Twitter did pretty, a pretty good job of verifying it um, from all the, the the hips pages that were obsessed by it, and and some of the hard ones. Um, yeah, it was a it's a bit of a strange one. Yeah, it's one of those you clearly just. Whether it was injury or probably left Hearts at the time, I don't know. But he clearly didn't play in any of the games that we had won at Easter Road around that time um, when he was part of the squad. So uh, that, that's it's not because of him. We never know. I can't remember anyway. It's just unlucky. Spencer said it's rotten lucky. Um, but no, uh, I'm sure that, yes, he'll be reminded of that record come what May, March, April when we go down there again. Um, but if Hibs are... Uh, if, I think I generally think that's as good as Hibs have got. I really do. Um, I don't think they're a good team, and obviously the, you know they've got a player who can come on and, and in big moments can score big goals, and that's fair enough. But let's be perfectly honest. He'll get an injury at some point because they're going to heavily rely on him to to get them out of sticky situations. Well, he's going to be a marked man, isn't he? I think so. He's the only really threat that Hibs. I mean, Dodge is a bit of a huddy. Um, you know, he had one good season. Um, the COVID season and that, and that was it. You know, it's easy with it without fans there. Um, I don't think uh, Hibs are, uh, and you know, and I don't think Hearts can. I don't think Hearts play that way, that as good as they can um, on on Sunday, um, as we know that they, they they can do. So if Hearts actually go to Stroud and properly turn up um, next time, you know, I'm sure Robbie will get that first win. Um, but I'm sure he'll be reminded of it from now till then, and probably when we play them at Tynecastle, um, come New Year time. But yeah. Uh, Rotten luck for Robbie, but our record has to end, Ross, doesn't it? Well, looking forward to Europe, we all booked up? Yes. You mean yes? I mean, it was me and Booch's up. <laughs> I booked more flights. I booked more. Yeah, but who found the flights? Who found the flights, David Campbell, and your hotel? It was a joint effort. We all chipped in. You just got lucky. You were the lucky one. <laughs> You're the lucky one that knows me, that's why. But is, is the anticipation growing? Yeah, of course it is. I, I think we managed to get the... the Listen, I was still pissed off on Monday. Still quite pissed off just now, but um, the fact that we've got European football makes it a lot easier uh, to swallow. Listen, that's Hibs' biggest result of the 2022. Um, it'll not get any bigger than that because they're not playing us again. A draw, a last-minute draw. Um, 
Well, they did win the World Cup. Yeah, well, it feels like it, doesn't it? You know, um, I think... I can't even say they'll have, like, League Cup games to look forward to because they're out of that as well. Um, enjoy enjoy your wee last-minute draw. That's all I would say, you know. That that will feel like a win to them. Um, it's not a win, of course, because they don't really win many derbies and they haven't won one at Easter Road for, was it, five years or something? You know, they don't get to celebrate too many derby goals. So that, for them, is probably feels like a World Cup win. And I, I'm, I'm more disappointed that my team weren't able to... Um, get three points. I mean, they have won a derby 1-1 and I think that's that's the levels, isn't it? You know, I mean, they actually had a wee guard of honour at full time. A lot of their fans stayed back and were singing and dancing for a 1-1 draw, a game largely which they were very poor in. Um, so if that's, if that's their... That sort of thing, though, wouldn't be accepted at Hearts. No, it wouldn't. And you know what? They, they, they talk about the Austurk game, getting the last-minute equaliser. I don't remember staying in Easter Road for 10, 15 minutes after the game, celebrating, jumping up and doing. You know, we clapped the team off and then we left. Um, yeah, you go limbs for the goal, absolutely. And I have no issue where Hibs going limbs for the goal, but the pitch invasion is a bit much. But listen, I, I, I have no issue with them celebrating a 95th-minute equaliser, of course, especially in a derby, right? Fine. But... The whole staying behind and, and applauding them and cheering as if they had just won the game and all that, that just shows you how diddy a club they really are. So you didn't you didn't enjoy Sunshine on Leaf at the end, no? Oh, did, did, did they play that? I wouldn't have shot me, by the way. I did just stay. Pathetic. I did stay. No, I just walked out. Eh? You know? And I clapped hearts off because they deserve to be applauded off for the performance, but um, it's tough to take, absolutely. But listen, it is what it is. You know, if, the, if, that's, if that's their claim to fame... They want to go and march around the pitch after a stealing, because that's what it was. It was a robbery, a draw. Then then let them. Diddy Club. We'll see you in January when you get pumped. Do you think they'll make a DVD? Aye, they will. Yeah, yeah, 100%. Aye, Return of the Boiler or some pish. Aye. Hibernian Hiber- FC, the draw. Absolutely, you know. Um, time for heroes and all that. Nah, listen, it's a derby. Um, they stole a draw. And, and and we've got Europe to look forward to. You know, we've booked our flights to Zurich and their next away game's Livingston, so they can enjoy the shopping centre in West Lothian. We'll enjoy the shopping centre in St Gallen. Is there a shopping centre in St Gallen? Yeah, yeah, there's one right underneath the stadium. Livingston really missed a trick when they built that. In the they night. did, mate, absolutely. Um, yeah. Jamie, how, how, do you, how, how do you anticipate Hearts doing against Zurich? I know it's a week or so away. Are we jumping onto the, the Zurich preview before the Dungeon United preview then? Well, I mean, I think everybody's anticipating Zurich. We'll be previewing Zurich. Well, I think if I was to ask Robbie at this week's press conference, he would say we've got to deal with Dungeon United first. Lucky you're not asking Robbie. And you're, we're, this is a fan podcast. Zurich do need to Very deal true. with Lingfield first, but I think that's dealt with. It's 2-0, isn't it? Yeah, I would, uh, I would, I would fancy Hearts, actually, to be honest. Um, I think you look at the Swiss League. I think it's a, a very good quality league, but Zurich are bottom of it. They've lost four out of four. Um, they've signed Donis Avdijai what a player who was uh, incredibly frustrating with those two crosses that he put in in the last minute and overhit them both two different games that was incredibly infuriating um, so they can't be that good they eh? like I fancy hearts I really do full time 2-0 Zurich Spencer do you share Jamie's optimism it'll be a tough game as long as hearts are still in the second leg at Tynecastle. anything can happen um, it's a shame that there's no Will more. Will it beat away the tie with Infonet talent? That's the big question. Oh, it'll run, it'll run it close if we get a win. Maybe, maybe, maybe just. 
but it'll be a tough game as long as we're still in the game. We can leave there with a nil-nil draw or a one-nil defeat and then take them at Tynecastle. We'll see what happens. Another famous night. Another famous night. Um, you know, what kind of worries me is that Donis Advi, I did say when he signed for Hearts, I've scored in every city I've played in. He didn't score for Hearts at all. But he might do, might do as a Zurich player, <laughs> which would it, worry it would, me. It, it, would, it would happen to Hearts. He can have a shite goal as long as it's a fucking consolation. I'm no arse. Well, listen, I'm, we're all, yeah, oh, uh, to be honest, through. Dungeon... <laughs> Oh, don't, don't. Dungeon United is very much a kind of um, just get it over with because Zurich, well, Zurich or Linfield. Um, I'd like to hope that it's Zurich, mainly because I want to actually leave the country. Uh, yeah, I want to go somewhere foreign. Don't want to use my sterling. I want to use the Swiss franc. Um, not for seven franc a pint. I won't be pleased, but pay it anyway because it's all about the hertz. Um, as well. Oh, absolutely. Yes, I'll be getting a Toblerone. We might visit the Lint factory. Um, just for a wee day out, just for Sunday day, you know, we've arrived at 10.30, we've got time to kill. Is there, is there a um, factory in Zurich? Oh, who knows, probably not, probably just made that up, but it might not even be Swiss, I don't know, um, but we'll find out anyway. But it's not, the P&A, Zurich. basically like in the middle, like it'll be somewhere near there. Um, but yeah, no, very much looking forward to it, um, it'll be a great day out, a great wee uh, trip away, one of many, obviously. Um Hopefully the weather stays kind. Could do with a nice tan uh, and a beer in the sun. Although it's looking like it might not be, but I'll uh, I'll be keeping up to date on that. Let's let's hope we get updates. Fingers crossed. Oh, don't worry, you will. Um, and yeah, Dungeon Night is very much. Let's just like, let's just get away one mil. Nobody really cares. I kind of really forgot about it. Like to be honest, I, I must say I must actually admit I wasn't really at that up for the derby because I was exhausted booking flights and travel and accommodation for Zurich during the week. Sunday rolled round and I was kind of just like... As Gordon oh, said, I all the stress you put into... David, I, I, I you know, was... That, that work you put in... I had... Sky Scanner, I was trying... Everything ready, I was trying to... Routes. I was trying to work with four separate Sky Scanner tabs open in incognito. It was a very delicate operation that I was trying to go through and work. Very tiring. Um, so yeah, finally, hopefully this time next week, the time will come. The apprehension will be building. The excitement. Gordon's excitement. Given, Gordon's given David evil. Well, we can give him evils all he wants. I don't care. I know, he's probably getting all shaky. Uh, <laughs> don't worry, he'll get his mic soon. Um, but yes, very much looking forward to it, Ross, and it'll be one of good, one of many trips and, you know, the start of, of great things for this football club. Jamie is right, though. We do have Dungeon United ahead. Should we be taking it one game at a time, do you think? You've got to focus on what's in front of you. Dundee United obviously didn't do that on Sunday when they lost to Livingston. Uh, they clearly had one eye on, on Thursday against Alkmaar, which I can understand. But there's no excuses at the moment for Hearts, to be honest with you. They need to be picking up results against a Dundee United at home, who are potentially a European rival. So I think if we were to drop points in that game, it would be a disaster. Um, listen, the European game will take care of itself. I think going in a sold-out Tynecastle on the Sunday uh, against United, get ourselves seven points out of three games. You know, it gives you plenty kind of motivation going into the European game. I think they can take a lot of confidence from it. Hopefully we get a new wee signing in before then. I don't know if there's anything in the pipeline, but um, it would be a good boost uh, to, to get another player in before we, we do take on Zurich. But I think Dundee United will, will, will be... It will depend on how they get on on Thursday. You know, I think if um, if they get through to the next stage of uh, their um, playoff tie, um, I think Hearts can, can go there and give them a doing. I think if they were to get beat, you might get a wee reaction out of them. It's difficult to say. 
but it could it work the other way and they, they sort of after a positive result they've got that confidence to come uh, to yeah, I, I don't know because I think if hearts start quickly the hearts should have too much for them really um, if we're being honest uh, although they've got good experienced pros um, I think they're a decent side they've got an experienced manager I still think if hearts start quickly um, like I would um, total polar opposite to the bloody Ross County game please Robbie um, actually start quickly get the crowd on side and get an early goal then you know we could win the game quite comfortably, I think. But um, and you've seen against Dundee United last season. I mean, obviously it'll be a different way they'll play because um, it's a different manager, so they might be more compact and tougher to break down. Where I thought they were quite um, certainly against us anyway, they were quite open, um, which suited us. Tam. Um, yeah, exactly. Under courts, they were, they were certainly a lot more open. Where I think this time they'll probably be more compact. I wouldn't really worry about them catching us on the break because if you look at their strikers, they haven't got a whole lot of pace up front and Fletcher and, and Tony Watt, um, whether they two start the game. Levitt in the middle of the park is obviously one that, that you might have to watch. But, um, yeah, I, I've, I'm not overly worried um, about the Dundee game. I fancy Hearts, and particularly if they play like the, the, the way they did in the majority of the game in the derby, then I think they should have too much for Dundee United at home. What probably helps us, like Gordon was saying, Jamie, is Dungeon United playing on the Thursday, but they do have a good manager and they have signed good players this summer. Yeah, I mean, I think a lot of um, kind of what Gordon was just saying there was kind of reminds me of the cup final. Um, we kind of said this about Rangers, if they'd gone and won the Europa League final or lost it, it was going to have some sort of impact on our Scottish Cup final three days later and it didn't uh, didn't turn out to be the case. So. Yeah, but there's a difference between Rangers, uh, Europa League finalists and Dundee United. No, I'm just saying you can come in in a high or a low or whatever. I don't think it makes much of a difference. But it does, though. If you're a good team and you're a better team, which we are than Dundee United and we're at home. No, I'm, I'm not saying Hearts shouldn't be beating Dundee United. I think if Hearts are playing Dundee United at any point in the season, you'd fancy Hearts, wouldn't you? Yeah, it should be a good game. I, um, that's what I will say. The last... One well, of the first time they came to Tynecastle last season. Maybe no, no, they did come to Tynecastle twice, didn't No, it was just once because we played them three times. Yeah, that's right. Uh, obviously it was a belter of a game and, and we came out on top so I wouldn't be do you know what they, they were all goal laden games I mean we won 2-0 on the, the first game but 5-2 the second game 2-2 and then 3-2 so uh, yeah should be a very good game Ross good 0-0 it's 5 points acceptable <laughs> the start of the season we've got to go and win it don't we oh, five, 5 points would be terrible uh, that would actually be a really poor start in my opinion uh, not good enough actually and questions would have to be asked who are we signing? who are we bringing in Gordon? yeah I mean I've, like I say I, I'd quite like Hearts to make another signing before um, before Sunday would be nice but I don't think that'll happen but certainly before the Zurich game uh, an offensive type uh, player would be good um, I don't know I mean obviously the only name that's kind of been mooted was our South Korean whiz kid Lee Sung Woo an all-round cool guy, I'm told. So hopefully he'll uh, we'll get him in agree a deal. Apparently he's wanting to wait till January. I don't know why. Um, he'll bring that Barca style of play to us. Hopefully, hopefully Hars can get him in before the Europa League game. Uh, top player, I believe, um, and he's something that we need. I think. I think we need more pace, creativity, and goals at the top end of the park. And uh, when you've got someone like Lauren Shanklin and Liam Boyce up there, two natural finishers. Um, if you can add a little bit more of a spark up there, then it'll stand us in good stead. We definitely need another one anyway, because you look to the offensive options on the bench, 
Um, there wasn't really anybody you thought, yeah, he can come off the bench and grab us a goal. And no, I'm not talking about young Ewan Henderson or Ginelli or GMS, who unfortunately just aren't good enough. Yeah, it's funny. I was just going to touch on that as well. Um, we keep kind of Robbie keeps kind of saying that we need more players in, um, but we haven't really been that active in the transfer window. We're probably not as active as we would have liked. No, I, yeah, I, I completely agree. And I think, uh, I mean, you only look at last season and and the way kind of we ended the market. Beningame was signed the day before the window, uh, before the first day of the season. Uh, Mackay came in after uh, the so window did ben closed. Woodburn. Yeah, Ben Woodburn as well. Um, so they don't all work out, I suppose. But yeah, <laughs> I mean, I think um, I think the caliber of players got to be a lot higher, and uh, I think it will be. You want players that are going to come in and actually improve the squad, and, and players that are better than what we've got at the moment. And I think guys like GMS, Ginelli, Henderson probably do okay at a smaller club like Kilmarnock, um, you know, or Alloa. I think uh, for me we've got to get someone who's going to come in and do well at Hearts. And um, unfortunately, at the moment, we don't have that. I think it'll be interesting to see where Ginelli, if Ginelli stays. He's in quite a lot of talk that he could be on his way out. Yeah, you're right about Ginelli. And I think he'll only be let go if um, we're getting a suitable replacement because there's no point then letting him go and then having nothing. At least if you've got Ginelli there. He does, on occasion, i.e. against St Johnston, come up with a goal. Um, I think Hearts would only let him go if they have someone else that can uh, come in and re- and not replace him, but actually come in and 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 certainly take us to different levels. Predictions for Sunday? Hearts three, Dundee United now. Couldn't give a toss. No, uh, <laughs> I'll say I'll go for another painful two-one win, like County all over again. Not quite as uh, painful, hopefully, but yeah, two-one Hearts. I'll say. I'll go with 1-1. One, one. And Spencer, the last prediction. It'll be a very tough day at the office, I believe. Uh, Dundee United are a very shrewd team and uh, under Mr Ross. But I think Hearts will win 2-1 after trailing for most of the game in the last 10 minutes. Dundee United will tire. And I could see young Hendel <laughs> go. Um, I think we'll win 2-0. Thank you for joining me this week. Um... Yeah, hopefully we do get the win over Dungeon United on Sunday. Till next week, goodbye.